Let's uh, go on to God's word um, this morning. Shall we turn our Bibles to John's Gospel in chapter 15? John's Gospel chapter 15. And we read verses 1 to 8. John 15 verse 1 to 8. I yeah. am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. We can go up to verse 8. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. So, this is, yeah. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Praise God. Here this passage we find um, Jesus uh, speaking to um, his disciples. And um, this is um, uh, some of the teachings that he is sharing just before uh, his betrayal, the death and resurrection, just before that, before his um, exit from this earth. Um, and you find here Jesus is talking about how he is the true vine and the father is the gardener. He's talking about abiding in Christ. He's talking about remaining in me. Uh, in fact, we heard about this even yesterday. That was the same thing that um, I had on my heart to share. And uh, my mom shared the same thing even yesterday in the fasting prayer. You know, that's how the spirit of God uh, leads us the same way. Uh, talking about this passage of remaining in, in him, uh, taking root in him, and as a result of that, bearing much fruit. If you would, um, you know, be able to uh, recollect what we, um, uh, you know, shared and talked about right at the beginning of this year. Uh, on the first early morning, exactly, take root, bear fruit. That was exactly what the Lord gave us on the first day of this year. Um, take root and bear fruit. I'm sure that we have all taken root in Christ. Amen. You know, if we have not taken root in Christ, we would not be here at all. The very fact that we have come to worship God, the very fact that we are part of this fellowship of God's people, as we are part of the body of Christ, as we are the church, that itself says that we are, have taken root in Christ. We have this dynamic relationship with the Lord Jesus. And as we have begun this relationship with him, he does not want us to just remain at a superficial level of just knowing about him, but to truly to know him and abide in him. In other words, to continue in this relationship with the Lord Jesus. I am the true wine, Jesus says, and my father is a gardener. 
and he begins with saying he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful and so even this morning we were singing and praying lord uh, you know i want more of you i want more of you and as we have more of him and as we are rooted more in him as we abide more and more in him the result is will is that we will become more and more fruitful hallelujah now talking about fruitfulness we might, we might wonder what is this fruitfulness fruitfulness is simply the outcomes of our lives it's uh, how we live our lives how we um you know have experienced the renewal of our mind and the transformation of our lives the fruit that comes out of our lives in other words um Paul the apostle when writing to the church at Galatia he writes about putting off the sinful nature putting on the uh, nature of Christ and putting on the fruit of the spirit you know the sinful nature are obvious and he talks about a list of them and then he goes on to talk about the fruit of the spirit uh, which is love joy peace kindness patience forbearance you know godliness uh, um, you know and all of that uh, self control everything he's talking about all of this as a fruit of the holy spirit now the moment a person comes to know the lord jesus um the spirit of god begins his work in that person's life the moment we have opened our hearts to god and even the very fact that we recognize that jesus is lord is the work of the holy spirit now we have never seen jesus with our naked eyes but how do we recognize that jesus is the only true living god and how do we believe in him even though we do not see his death his resurrection ascension we do not we do not we have not seen all of that but how do we still believe that he will come back again it's all because of the revelation that has come to us by the work of the holy spirit amen that's what we find in 1st corinthians in chapter 12 in the first few verses that how no one can confess that jesus is lord except by the spirit and so the spirit of god who is the third person of the trinity is not some kind of an apparition or some kind of a cloudy thing he's a person and has a personality just like you and i because we are created in the image of god and god is one god in three persons or in three personalities uh you know carrying out different functions but they are in perfect unity uh, in the community of the tr- trinity the triune god the three persons but yet one god it's amazing uh, it's so hard to even explain it uh, to fathom it because god is so supreme and awesome that we are finite beings in our finite minds to explain and logically understand this infinite god is um, is is amazing and overwhelming for us but the third person of the trinity the spirit of god is one who brings about this revelation to us and he helps us to know christ and begin this relationship with jesus now that we know jesus as our lord and savior he wants us to continue to remain in him in that relationship with him and he cuts off every branch in him that does not bear fruit he talks about us as the branches but while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes them so that it will become even more fruitful hallelujah 
and i believe that in this year 2018 we have certainly taken root amen praise the lord we have continued to abide in him amen sometimes some people fall away from the faith some people fall away from the fellowship and do not continue to abide in him they lose out on this relationship with him they lose out on the relationship as a community of god's people his body and what happens is they fail to continue to remain in him but thank god for everyone who has continued to abide in him and even as you abide in him he does not cut us off because we are abiding in him but he continues to prune us shape us transform us and that's sometimes the uh, uh, difficult experience that we go through uh, pruning is uh, like taking a pair of scissors and cutting off some of those uh, you know dry leaves and those uh, you know branches that are falling away and uh, that uh, you know are entangled with some other weeds or something else it's cutting them off so that you know it will begin to grow well and it will flourish well now the lord is doing that uh, deep work in our hearts in our lives i believe amen praise the lord very often many of the challenges that we go through in life many of the problems many of the uh, painful experiences the crisis that we go through the needs we have the sicknesses that we suffer with and many of those things are very often a pruning experience and uh, the bible talks about how uh, god uh, disciplines those he loves as a father disciplines the son and so that's the pruning process where uh, god sometimes uh, puts us through some a discipline and he wants us to transform us he wants us to uh, rub off the sharp edges and uh, smoothen them out and sometimes we come with uh, you know as raw as we are <laughs> you know with uh, our own uh, baggages with our own backgrounds with our own culture with our own way of life and with the, all of that which sometimes is Uh, not something that the lord approves of and so he takes us through this pruning process and uh, shapes us so that we will become even more fruitful the lord never does anything to break us down to cut us off but the lord does anything that he permits in our lives is always for our good and he does it because he loves us amen praise the lord you know very often you find that we understand the whole aspect of suffering in christian life as a very very painful you know difficult process and we come to a place uh, to question and ask uh, ourselves and ask god you know is there something wrong with me or is there something wrong with god <laughs> you know why is he has he shut his eyes to my suffering does he not know what i'm going through we we have so many questions that we go through even yesterday i met a pastor's family and his wife is going through a, a great deal of suffering uh, they one of the finest um, you know pastors and um, families who uh, served the lord for many many decades and probably they are in their 70s now and uh, this auntie is someone who is a very soft spoken very gentle very god fearing family and person but she's going through a great deal of physical suffering uh, she's come to a uh, you know going through a condition in her uh, her lungs her respiratory system uh, where most of it is affected and only a little bit of the lungs is functioning and so uh, and that they say was caused by uh, many of this bird dropping and all of those things that have uh, you know 
that has affected them now you find that um, this respiratory problem that she has been going through has caused such pain and difficulty that she is unable to uh, breathe normally and they have an oxygen machine inside the room and she has got that uh, tube going in and to the nose and constantly she has to be dependent on the oxygen except for a few minutes where she probably wishes visits the washroom and um, the rest of the time she's constantly coughing coughing uh, because there is that irritation within her and you find this is a very very painful experience this family is going through uh, we really don't understand and this pastor was asking i really wonder you know did we do something wrong that we are suffering for all of this so did you know is god punishing us or something like that he was really you know wondering and asking uh, me um, maybe is there something that we should set right he was really uh, heartbroken to see the way his wife is suffering and uh, you know this has been going on for many months indeed in fact now sometimes it may not be actually because of a particular sin not necessarily it may not be anybody's fault um you find that you know in john's gospel chapter 9 where this man was young man was born blind and the pharisee the disciples come and ask him you know uh, is it because of his sin or is it because of the sin of his parents you know he was born blind uh, one of the things you find there is that question itself is a uh, absurd question because how could it be his sin when he is born blind <laughs> you know but that's what they ask is it his sin or is the sin of his parents but jesus says no it's neither his sin or nor the sin of his parents but this was permitted by god so that the works of god may be manifested in and through him hallelujah and so god permits uh, certain things in our lives for which we really don't understand we don't have all of the explanation but the one thing that we can be assured of is that god permits certain things in our lives and those are pruning experiences to make us more fruitful and what happens is that god's grace god's power god's miracle working power all of these things are manifest in our lives hallelujah when they are manifest in our lives that becomes the fruitfulness the good outcomes of our lives hallelujah amen so let's fix our eyes on the fruitfulness and the pruning will not be seem very painful at all <laughs> hallelujah and that's where peter is talking about how we ought to be joyful in suffering and that is only possible for a child of god because we have a completely a uh, different perspective the biblical perspective of why god permits suffering is something very very different from how the world would look at what suffering is all about the world would they say on, either say it would be his sin it could be the sin of his forefathers or they would say something is wrong with god if god is all loving and all powerful why should he permit evil in this world and so they when they cannot find a logical reason for both of these things they will say oh life is simply meaningless and they would resolve to fate ultimately and say whatever happens happens and there's no hope at all it ultimately leads to a life of fate and hopelessness but yet for a child of god we understand that suffering is part of the pruning experience that god takes us through and so we fix our eyes you know on the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy endured the cross he himself endured the cross turn with me to hebrews in chapter number 13 and let's read that passage this morning hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 
no sorry hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 2 and 3 2 and 3 let us fix our eyes on jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him oh he looked at the fruitfulness he looked for the joy that was going to come through all of this that he was going through hebrews 12 verse 2 and 3 let us fix our eyes on jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him consider him think about him think about what he has gone through how he endured the cross how he went through bore all the shame why because he his his heart his mind was fixed on the joy that's going to come through all of this and so consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart hallelujah amen so when we go through trials when we go through needs when we go through times where uh, you know our prayers are not yet answered and some of us might be looking back at this year of 2018 and saying oh this whole year is passing by another year is going by and my prayers are not yet answered things have not yet changed the lives of my family members has not changed yet and the blessings that i have been waiting for i have not received them yet and the breakthrough that i was praying for has not yet come the sickness is not healed yet we might be wondering and asking ourselves oh another year is passing by what is god doing but i believe that we could continue to remain joyful as jesus you know fixing our eyes on jesus as he is the author and the perfecter of our faith and who for the joy set before him he endured the cross because of the joy that was set before him he endured the cross suffered in the scorn uh, uh, the, the scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him consider him this morning think about him think about what jesus suffered he endured all of that joyfully hallelujah because of a joyful end the end of your story the end of your life is certainly going to be joyful the end of this thing that you are going through is certainly going to be joyful hallelujah praise the lord sometimes the waiting process is hard and that's the experience of pruning sometimes the delay going through the waiting and the delay is hard that's the process where god is pruning and drawing ourselves to him shaping us molding us transforming us to become like him and so let's abide in him remembering that our life is going to be truly fruitful hallelujah he's taking me through this process because he wants to make me more fruitful <laughs> hallelujah he's putting me through this hardships he's taking me through that fire because so that he will make me more fruitful but the good news is that you will go through the fire but the fire will not quench you you go through the waters but you will not be drowned in the waters hallelujah god gives us a grace to fix our eyes on him and to continue to run the race hallelujah praise the lord amen are you with me this morning amen so let's fix our eyes on jesus let's abide in him let's continue in our walk with him let's continue in our relationship with him and that's all about it and what we reading in john 15 is to remain in him and allow him to prune us and sometimes we can resist the pruning of the spirit of god resist the pruning of uh, the pruning work of god and we can be uh, you know becoming bitter and angry with god and upset with god 
those are times where we have to step back and say you know god is doing some deep work in my life hallelujah amen and i'm going to continue to fix my eyes on him you would you would be able to allow god to do that deep work only when you continue to fix your eyes on him and that's the call for us this morning to fix excuse me to fix our eyes on jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith and so in verse 3 you find consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart it looks doesn't it sound so unjust for jesus to be handed over to sinful men to be cruelly crucified given a capital punishment and for him to go through such a punishment and the bible says that anyone who is hung on a cross is cursed the cross is actually a symbol of curse today we wear it as a very beautiful ornamental uh, jewelry uh, of great beauty but this cross is actually just imagine if you would get a what's that uh, what do they call that that chair with the electric chair with which they execute uh, prisoners just imagine if you would make a small gold electric chair which they actually execute prisoners if you should wear it as a earring how awful it would look like nobody would like to wear something like that but how that cross which was that kind of a thing has now become the most beautiful thing that people want to even wear it on themselves hallelujah amen that's how jesus went through the cross it was not a symbol of glory it was not a symbol of greatness it was not a symbol of beauty it was not a symbol that would adorn us but truly it has become that way it has become one for us hallelujah because of the joy with which he endured it and so when we endure the suffering with joy when we endure the pruning process with joy you will find that at the end of it you will truly find joy and beauty in your life there will be that glorious you know uh, life that you would be able to look back and rejoice about and so we find that we should not lose heart or grow weary any of us here who have who is losing heart or growing weary how long how much should i pray how many problems one after the other and everything seem to be such a burdensome thing and nothing seem to get better it only looks like it's getting going from bad to worse sometimes we go through those experiences and we are struggling in our lives and we have all of these questions in our mind and we are praying and sometimes we become weary and even go to a point of losing heart but this morning the lord wants to encourage you and say he's just preparing you to become more fruitful hallelujah touch your neighbor and say more fruitful <laughs> hallelujah you're going to become more fruitful <laughs> praise god hallelujah don't get angry and say oh what is this all of this was just getting me more fruitful hallelujah praise the lord now looking back at this last one year we almost at the end of this year another 15 20 days we will finish this year can you say truly i have taken root and god has probably taken me through this pruning process in this year and i have begun to become more fruitful hallelujah 
fruitfulness doesn't start someday you are already in the experience of being fruitful the moment you started abiding in him the moment you were remaining in him you have started you know to produce fruit good fruit amen hallelujah you've become a blessing to people you become someone who is useful you know paul writing to philemon he's speaking about onesimus the word onesimus name itself means useless useless and he was a runaway slave because he had you know done something uh, to his master and he ran away and he was also in prison most likely and paul the apostle met him there and now he has led him to the lord and now this onesimus who was once useless has now become useful and he writes the letter to philemon saying philemon Onesimus has come to me he was a runaway slave he was useless but now he is truly become a dear brother in Christ and so i am sending him back to you you take him back because now he is going to be very fruitful to you and he is writing that letter saying you know don't deal with him you know according to what he has done but now he has his life transformed he's become useful and so that's how god transforms our lives the lives that were once useless now have become useful for god useful in his kingdom useful to other people you've begun to become a blessing to others you're praying for people you're ministering to people you're encouraging people you have a burden for others you speak into people's lives you disciple others you share the gospel with others you are working in the kingdom of god your life has become useful fruitful Hallelujah you've become a light that is shining not a light that is you know a candle that is lit up and hidden you know but now you've become fruitful come back to John chapter 15 and let's quickly go ahead in to verse number 3 talking about the pruning and the fruitfulness you are already clean because of the word i have spoken to you you are already clean because of the word i have spoken to you remain in me and i will remain in you and so the call for us even this morning is to remain in him as the lord remains in us in us remember it's not just we remaining in him but god abides in us remain in me and i will remain in you he will come and abide in us he will live in us he he his presence is with us he's actively at work in our lives that's what it means when he is remaining in us means he is pruning us he's shaping us he's forming us to becoming to make us more fruitful he's working on our lives he's not passively present with us you know moses said when god wanted him to uh, go and lead the people of israel he says uh, you know i will not go from here until you go before me until unless you go with me you lead me and show me your ways and the lord says yes i will show you my ways i will show myself to you and he reveals his glory and and then from then on moses is constantly hearing and uh, receiving instructions from god and god is teaching him god is helping him to lead the people of israel and that's how god is actively at work in our lives he's not passive Sometimes we feel that God is absent that God has left us or God has forsaken us but God is someone who is actively at work remain in me and I will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine he is the one who makes our lives fruitful hallelujah 
And so in this year, he has made our life fruitful, I believe. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many of us can truly say, you don't have to lift your hand, but reflect on your own lives and think about it. And can you say about yourself, I have been abiding in him. I have been growing in my relationship with the Lord Jesus in this year. Amen. I have been praying to him. I have been reading his word. I have been walking with him. I have been seeking him with all my heart. Can you look at your own life this morning and think about yourself and say, I have been abiding in him. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'm sure we all can say amen to that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you've been abiding in him, certainly your life has become fruitful this year. And can you look back at this year and see if your life has become more fruitful? Take a moment. Maybe if need be, close your eyes and just think back. Has my life been fruitful this year? Have I begun to see more fruit than the years that have gone by? Has there been more of the fruit of the Spirit? Not that we've attained perfection, but have you seen a change? Have you seen more of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit in your life? Have you seen more, you becoming more fruitful in the way you function in the kingdom of God? More impactful. Making greater impact in other lives. Are you able to see greater impact? Greater effectiveness? Amen? Just think about it. Take a moment and think about it. Sometimes we never get time to reflect and think. It's important that we think, have I taken deep root in Christ? Have I grown in, a, in my relationship with the Lord? In other words, am I spending more time with the Lord? Am I truly connected with him 24-7? Am I abiding in him? How is our relationship with the Lord Jesus this morning? Has it become cold? Has it become lukewarm? Have we become too busy that we really don't have time to be with God? Have we allowed our minds to become focused on other things than really desiring and loving him? Are we finding true joy in our relationship with him? Think about these things. Or are you reading the Bible and praying because it's a, a regular routine that you must fulfill because it's become a very 
നെസസറി റിലിജിയസ് ഡ്യൂട്ടി അതർവൈസ് യു വുഡ് ഫീൽ ഗിൽറ്റി ദാറ്റ് യു ഡിൻ ഡു ഇറ്റ് സംടൈംസ് വി ക്യാൻ ബി പ്രോയിങ് ആൻഡ് റീഡിങ് സ്ക്രിപ്റ്റ്സ് ബിക്കോസ് അതർവൈസ് വി വുഡ് ഫീൽ എ ലിറ്റിൽ ഗിൽറ്റി സോ ടു എസ്കേപ്പ് ദാറ്റ് ഗിൽറ്റ് വി വോണ്ട് ടു ഫിനിഷ് ഓഫ് ദാറ്റ് ഡ്യൂട്ടി സോ ദാറ്റ് ഓൺ ദ ചെക്ക് ലിസ്റ്റ് പ്രയർ ബൈബിൾ റീഡിങ് സൺഡേ മോർണിംഗ് സർവീസ് ടൈത്ത് ഓഫറിംഗ് everything is done are, are we doing them just to satisfy our own um, guilt and we don't want to feel guilty that we haven't done it because we know that that's important and so we've just done it for the sake of doing it or are we experiencing a joyful experience in reading scriptures and reflecting on our lives and learning what god is doing and what he's speaking are we hearing god in our relationship with him amen if that be so we are truly abiding in him and i believe that we have taken deep root this year <laughs> because the call at the beginning of the year was to take root and so again as we are close to the end of this year i want to remind us the very same thing once again and sometimes you might be wondering oh this is the same message we heard on first of january same message again well paul wrote the epistles to the churches well peter wrote the epistles to the churches he says i write this to you what i have already spoken to you i write them to remind you <laughs> and so very often we need a constant reminder we need to be refreshed to realign our lives and refocus our minds and our thoughts and our uh, uh, you know focus on the most important primary things of life and the most important thing is to abide in him and so i would encourage for us for the next 20 days or so if we could take that time to really abide in him hallelujah you might be driving to office and maybe you know you could listen to the scriptures on a audio format and pray and listen to the word of god and go or probably you might you know you may be uh, able to fix you know headphones and go for a walk and listen to the word of god and constantly see how you can abide with him maybe you walk around and you uh, walk every day and as you walk would you probably just pray use that time to pray and connect with god and abide in him maybe while you're cooking <laughs> any time of the day we can abide in him amen praise the lord and so the the reminder this morning is for us to remain in him verse 4 remain in me and i will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing we can never have a fruitful life without him hallelujah the one who lives a life which is not fruitful is as good as dead a life is as good as dead because the lord says if you do not bear fruit i will cut off those branches that don't bear fruit a life is disconnected with him if there is no fruitfulness 
if you are not abiding in him it's as good as being cut off from him so that's not what god desires for us but he wants us to remain in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not remain in me and he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers if anyone does not remain in me he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned amen we do not want to be like those branches that are cut off and wither away and finally you know trash to be burnt away we want to live a fruitful life hallelujah verse 7 if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you praise the lord hallelujah amen so the pruning experience is only for a season and then you start asking whatever you wish and it will be given to you as you continue to abide in him and so never think that god is never going to answer these prayers never think that god does not see my needs at all never think that god does not know the suffering that i'm going through and he's not hearing he does not see the cry of my heart the people of israel cried out to him the god of the hebrews met with us the bible says he came to their rescue he is a god of compassion it's important that we understand that when we ask whatever we wish it will be given to you and this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples the fruitfulness will just reveal his glory it will glorify his name it will make jesus look big in the eyes of people people will honor his name because of the fruitfulness the abundance of fruit the much fruit that comes out of our lives people will honor and glorify him look at their life they will covet your kind of life they will say what a life what a blessing what fruitfulness what a family if at all there is a life it should be like this this person's life if at all there is a family it should be like this family if it's all there's a community it should be like this community of god's people hallelujah it will glorify the father it will glorify his name it will make him look big in the eyes of people this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciple hallelujah when he we will reveal that we are his people by the way our lives become very fruitful and so in this next 20 days would you just focus really on abiding in him and allowing the lord to just even prune us and speak to us and correct us discipline us and while we go through that process you will find your life becoming more and more more and more fruitful more and more useful becoming more and more like christ having the fruit of the spirit and more and more becoming useful for god and for other people in this world hallelujah So let's come to ourselves this morning and just pray and say Lord I want to continue to remain in him. I know it might be a pruning process but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up and walk away. But I'm continuing to go through this whole experience because it's just going to make me more and more fruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God's intention for you is for you to bear much fruit hallelujah that's god's heart for you god's heart for you is not that he would break you down it's not that he would cut you off it's not that he would cause you to wither god's heart for you is to make you more fruitful he wants you to flourish flourish and make you more fruitful 
Hallelujah. Shall we just thank God this morning and say, Lord, I thank you for taking me through the pruning process. Thank you for helping me to abide in you this whole year, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. But help me to remain in you even more, even more, even more. Hallelujah. Set a fire in me down in my soul, oh God. Hallelujah. I want to know you more. I want to hear you more. I want you to work in me more. I want you to do great and mighty things through me even more. I want you to make me more fruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just pray to the Lord. Commit yourself to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to remain in you even more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Even as we abide in him, we come to participate in his broken body and his shed blood. And that's how we abide in him even this morning as we come in part to participate in this unique fellowship of remembering his suffering, his death, his resurrection on the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Would you just remember the way the Lord Jesus himself endured the cross. He suffered and he died. But because of all the joy that was set before him, he endured everything. Hallelujah. And so as a reflection of that, would you commit yourself and say, Lord, for the joy that Lord I'm going to experience, I endure everything because you're going to make me fruitful. And that is what I want for me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If there is some one thing that we want this morning, we should say, I want to be more fruitful, Lord. Hallelujah. And even as he endured, hallelujah, shall we endure everything with the joy that is set before us of greater fruitfulness. Hallelujah.